Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland. We are getting closer and closer to the NFL season. I feel like I've been saying that at the start of every podcast for the last six months. But we are here. The NFL kicks off tomorrow night. And this is a special edition of what I am deeming, and it might change by next week. MMFB, Monday morning football, baby. Um, basically because, you know, what is the point in listening to a podcast at nine o'clock on a Monday night after a week one or week two? You want to get reaction, you want to get analysis, and you want to hear opinions as quickly after. So I feel like getting a great team together to do that on this ever-growing network is, is awesome. I'm delighted to... Well, first off, folks, apologies to our sponsors. Either the Sport, the official betting partner of uh, the NFL in Ireland and the UK. But to have a great team together, I'm, I'm buzzing to welcome uh, Michaela Fagan. And Michaela... We're 24 hours away from football. Have you set your alarms? Have you bought the caffeine? How's the nerves ahead of week one? I'm, I wish the game was a little bit better. Like, I wish it was like two powerhouses, like the Chiefs and the Bills. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. It's been since February since we've last had a proper game. And it's just felt like so, so long. So I'm just ready to be back watching football every, at least every Sunday night. I'm ready. I, I'm I'm definitely ready to chat with you as well and chat, and chat football with you as well. Looking forward, folks. If you're right now, if you're wondering, we have a week one watch party. And when I say week one watch party, if you want to come and say hello to me and eat chicken wings, come to the Wool Shed on Sunday. It's free. Please come. It'll hard be classic. Hard to pass up that opportunity. And that voice is Mr. Connor Mangy. Connor, we 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 had the real. Uh, obviously, a massive welcome to you. But we 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 had the reel on social media of you talking about your past. Um, you play a bit of football, but now you're going to talk about the football. So, how's the nerves yourself at the minute? Um, yeah, I'd be very nervous after Michaela calling the Detroit Lions uh, non powerhouse team. So I apologize <laughs> to everyone in uh, Michigan. Um, but yeah, are they uh, are, are they a powerhouse team? I, I don't feel like they are. You remember? This is this is this is what's going to kind of show. I think this season like everyone's talking about uh the Detroit Lions being like that kind of like everyone thinks they're the underdog everyone thinks they're the underdog um and we don't know whether they are or not until until they come out and they play against a great team that's why it's going to be exciting on Thursday they're going to go right up against Super Bowl champions so it's going to be like like what you got you know yeah and it's a situation I guess look do you know what Let, let's just roll into that like and we'll, we'll get week one out of the way in the sense of this game like Michaela, you said, is that going to go with the two teams? I I agree. Like I would have loved maybe, like I remember looking at the schedule going, could we maybe get Cincinnati week one against Kansas City? But then I thought, no, they'll they'll hold it off. And look, the analytical mind in me was like, well, this this matchup makes sense. The Detroit Lions, the team that started the year one and six last season with Dan Campbell, ended up really turning it around. Unbelievable. Eighth from the league in passing, eleventh uh, in rushing, fifth in the league in scoring offense, and just really reignited what they could do last season on the ball with Jar Goff. And look, I feel like this could this this whole thing for, for the Lions could go in two ways, Michaela. And firstly, it's like, could they take a step up? Or they try and improve on the offense? I think a real problem is going to be seeing Jamison Williams out for up to six games betting on college football or college sports. And that's it's awful to see for the team because they're going to miss a real star going into year two for them. And... Um, but it feels, Michaela, like that game last year, it was the Bills against the Rams. We didn't know what Rams were going to show up. And by God, they didn't show up and they haven't really showed up since. And I just hope, Michaela, that 
this Lions team can go into Arrowhead on Thursday night when the tension is so high, the Chiefs are going to unveil another banner. And let's be quite frank, Dan Campbell will say to them, everyone's against us tonight. Everyone thinks the Chiefs is going to win. I'm just excited to see it. And I feel like, I'm not giving my pick away, but I feel like it'll be close to what people think. Now you're going to tell me it's going to be a blowout, yeah? No, I actually agree with you. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think will be. I know I said, like, I wish the two teams were, like, two powerhouses in, in the terms of the Bengals and the Chiefs, but I do genuinely really, really like the Lions. I really highly rate Jared Goff. If you look at his stats last year, I think people just kind of, you know, ignored him because, you know, Matthew Stafford went to the Rams and were in the Super Bowl in his first year, and he kind of went to the Detroit Lions, who haven't played well in the last couple of years, but... Like I said, if you look at his stats, he was actually one of the top performing quarterbacks last year. He was just kind of overlooked. And, you know, they have Aiden Hutchinson on on the their defensive end player as well, who's who had a really good season, a good rookie season last year. So I think that game is going to be a lot closer than people think it will. I think the, the Lions will put it up to the Chiefs. And like you said, you know, Dan Campbell said that, you know, everyone's going to be against them. So the mindset of the Lions should be kind of like, okay, well, everyone thinks we're going to lose. There's no need to play it safe here. We might, as we, we've nothing to lose. So let's just go in and let's just put it up to them. You know, they they can't do anything wrong because no one thinks they're going to win anyway. And Connor, two teams playing in the AFC North, uh, the NFC North, sorry, on Sunday in the Bears and the Packers. So, you know, technically there's going to be at least one or two teams that are within the hell on Sunday. So, there's not too much pressure on the Lions because it's only week one, but what sort of statement would it be if they somehow went to Arrowhead and got and got a result? And we've seen so many teams get so close last year. And not just last year, Connor, like over the years. Like I look at that Chargers game in first in that football last year and you're thinking they could have got over the line. And I was very down in the Chiefs at the start of last year, but now I've got to the point where I'm just, and we'll talk about the Chiefs in a minute, where I'm just embracing greatness with Mahomes. Surely, like, is there a, like, tell me there's a chance that golf goes in and, and works his magic. There is, there is a chance. There is a chance. And I think the reason why is those first games, those first Thursday night games of every season, they're, they are a bit of a wild card. I don't care what anyone says. You know, you look at uh, which teams want to own, which ones went away. It's it's all over the place. It's, you know, made, like I think it's road teams are winning more often than not. And it's partly because a lot of players like haven't had a chance to gel. A lot of veterans aren't playing in preseason. Um, so you just have a boilermaker opportunity of like an up-and-coming underdog against the world champions but world champions might be a bit underpowered um maybe they're uh you know they're embracing excellence of themselves and they think patrick Mahomes can do absolutely anything with the ball right a bit too much on him a bit too much on uh on kelsey um and just you know basically thinking they're going to win basically thinking they're playing the lions from uh 2019 or 2020 20 like you know I think there's every opportunity to do it. I mean, if I was a betting man at plus two to two thirty five, that money line is looking pretty nice to me. Uh, a bit more of a risk taker, um, but that would be kind of like that entices me. That makes me excited. And then, yeah, like like Jared Goff is a brilliant quarterback, and everyone thought like you paid it for Matthew Stafford, um, just go all in the Rams, and just trade everything and see if we could win. Um, and it sort of worked out, but I think people kind of downgraded. Jared Goff in that sense and like you said there you know he's he, and Michaela said he 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 was great last season he played he played fantastic um and you know had good coaching as well so 
Yeah, I would give them every every bit of chance going into this. With the nerves uh, going into the opening game of the season, the fact that teams might not have haven't gelled as well yet, and maybe smidge a cockiness with the Kansas City Chiefs. The, the Kansas City Chiefs being cocky, I've, I've never heard, I've, I've never seen them be cocky over the last call. I'm joking. They've, they're so cocky, it's unreal. And I don't blame Like, I mean, if you had Patrick Mahomes, I think anybody would be cocky. I guess the last point on Detroit, because there are Lions fans in Ireland. I met two in Belfast the other night, so shout out to them boys. I met a, a female Lions fan in Dublin a couple of weeks ago as well. She was great crack. Uh, golf had tw- uh, golf only seven interceptions last year, Michaela, so who knows? Maybe he could throw three or four the first day. <laughs> I get halfway to his total, but a, a real improvement. Nine in this season in Detroit, and 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 they'll be looking forward. It's funny, Michaela, because you know, looking at the Chiefs this time last year, every question mark was on the homes on this offense and rebuilding around certain players. When you lose offensive weapons, when you lose high end stars, also, and they found a way to make it work. Not just make it work; they won the Super Bowl. They found a way to embed different players, like bringing in Sky Moore, and it was literally sitting meters away from his performance in the Super Bowl, and. Look, it's a bit like Brady. I feel at the time, as a fanboy, I hated on him. But now I'm, you know, mature enough to embrace the fact that Mahomes is the hell of a player. Uh, they've got a they've got a great run game. However, they only finished 20th in the league last year in rushing offense on the ground. Um, so I guess there's, there's always ways to improve it, even if, Michaela, if you've won a ring, I guess, for Kansas City. As has been mentioned there as well by Connor a second ago, it's going out on Thursday night getting the job done the crowd expect and they'll be very confident going into the season and they'll really hope that they get there um, their defensive line um, Charles Wemmon that's went to San Francisco so it's going to be interesting to watch that but bar that you know I, you know what I, I'll, I'll just give my pick I, I expect the Chiefs to win this game by 7 to 10 points Michaela talk, talk to me a bit about the Chiefs and, then, and, then, and give me your pick give me your shock Lions win please I'm joking yeah I think you know the t- problem with the Chiefs is that they're so frustrating in the sense of they don't have as many weapons as, say, the Eagles. You know, the Eagles have AJ Brown, they have Devante Smith, they have Dallas Goddard. So they realistically have more options and more weapons at receiving. And they had Miles Sanders last year, who I thought was a great running back. But it's just just because Kansas City have Mahomes, it's kind of like you can never, you can never kind of mark them to lose in a sense you know except maybe if it was the Bengals or the Bills um but I do I I do wonder if the the Netflix series has given any teams or players insight to how Mahomes operates do you know what I mean like I wonder if actually having that you know that whole documentary about him and kind of seeing how he lives his life and seeing how he prepares and you know how he trains I wonder if other players and coaches are taking note of that and wondering how could they exploit it. You, you know, the the he's been in the league what now like over is it five years, and he shows he's won two Super Bowls and he no one has stopped him yet except for Tampa Bay and that was Tom Brady. So if anyone was going to stop him, it was Tom Brady. But I wonder now if people are kind of looking for other ways to stop him. And, and I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if they caught something or they learned something from that. Um, that quarterback series on Netflix, but um, you know, and I I didn't watch the NFL when Tom Brady was hated on, so I started watching it and I loved him because it's just like he's just like the best. Like I loved that he always wanted to prove himself. Like he, he wanted to prove himself. Connor, did you hear the first phone call? 
that really put up the other day or it leaked the other day of the com or Michaela as well. Did you see the conversation whenever the Patriots drafted him? And there was a press conference and he was already talking about going for like the number one quarterback spot in the team. And I think he was the third choice at the time. So yeah, it just shows you the whole thing. I guess um, uh, just in terms of what Michaela said, Connor, with, just with the Chiefs, um, with Mahomes, like, in that quarterback show, like the side that I've seen of him is he does he has no pressure. He doesn't. It looks like he has no pressure. He was sitting the night before the Super Bowl in Phoenix watching NFL honors and he looked like he was just chilling out, revising for an exam. As if he, like, not as if he didn't care, but he was that chilled. It was like, He's a, I think the most amount of pressure he feels in his in his life is probably from his wife and picking their furniture or furnishing their houses. <laughs> that seems to be the biggest decisions he has to make on a week to week basis. So yeah, not bad for a quarterback. Not bad, not bad. Michaela, give us your pick for this game. You got Kansas City or Detroit? I'm gonna say Detroit just for fun, just because I hate Mahomes and the Chiefs, especially after Super Bowl last year. I just think they're too cocky, and it drives me absolutely up the wall. And I think you know, if anyone could shock them, it's gonna be the underdog Lions. So I'm gonna go with the Lions. I think the Lions are gonna take a step down this year. I'm just gonna be controversial and say this, and I like, like this is a whole different conversation. I, I just feel like. Packers and the Vikings are going to be the top two teams in the North. Well, why do you think that? Why do you think Detroit are going to take a step down? I just feel like if you've got two games against Minnesota, right, and everyone, like the whole the whole consensual argument over the last three to four months when people are trying to find things to talk about has been, oh, well, Minnesota's are going to take a step down. Why, why are they going to take a step down? Like, Kirk Cousins is playing for his career there this year, like in his last big contract year. Jordan Love, everything that's come out of Green Bay camp is positive. If they go and ball out, like say they beat the Lions twice. If like the Lions don't beat the Vikings or the Packers four games, they're not making an improvement this year, like statistically. So that's the way that I see it this year. But everyone's talking about the AFC North being such a question mark division. The NFC North, as we go, as we go in, has got so many different elements. But I feel like we will know quite quickly, probably whenever we talk again Sunday night, Monday morning, when we've seen what happens on Thursday night and when we've seen what happens with, in my opinion, one of the one of the games of the week. I think it's better than the Steelers Niners game. That Bears Packers game's huge. It's New Year in Green Bay. The expectation in Chicago is massive. I'd love to go to that game. Are, are, so, are you, are you picking wait. KC, Connor, or what's the crack? Um, I don't know. Um, McKinley, you really made me think there about talking about Tampa Bay. Like I thought Tampa Bay beat Kansas because exceptional pressure on Patrick Mahomes. It was literally their one thing. It's why it's a big reason why Brady took like pay cuts throughout his whole season was so you can beef up the lines on both sides, um, get get great players in around him to put pressure on other teams like this. And they put so he destroyed with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and even like and I thought he had pulled it off when he had that pass in the fourth quarter where he was scrambling, 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 got tackled and was falling, and then somehow zinged the pass. And I think it went on like the fingertips of of, of uh, Kelsey or one of the receivers or something. But it was it was just like, geez, even with that much pressure, he nearly got away from it. I feel like Detroit are basically going to be just focusing on that. And they've had a long time to focus on that. Having said that, I think they're probably going to squeak it. I think it's going to be Kansas by a field goal. Not the line. I don't think it's going to be 6 5 or I think it's going to be a Harrison Booker field goal. He's going to boot it. Game over, unfortunately. I think it'll be a boring Detroit. first game boring first game where we all fall asleep I mean for people listening Connor's in the States or he's in North America so I'm just jealous that you can watch it Michaela um, Barry's or Lions at 2am is the question actually don't know Barry's probably I will actually say 
I'm just going to swing back to the Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes. Didn't they play? Wasn't when Goff was at LA Rams? Wasn't that like the highest scoring game in NFL history? The Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it on was. the Monday night. Yeah, the 51-51. Yeah, that was a great game. So another matchup. So you know it could could end up like that. I know people that were on a tour of um, NFL games that weekend, and they had the option for a hundred quid or something to stay the Monday night and go to that game and they were like ah, no it's okay and then sure everyone for us wakes up on Tuesday morning and they're like oh my sweet Jesus it's the best <laughs> game ever um, talking about saying oh my sweet Jesus let's say uh, let's have some crack because I know like we haven't heard opinions and stuff I, I look um, I'm not talking about teams being taken seriously but Michaela have you got like a bold prediction for the season that you want people to know about you were like yeah I need people to know this like like I mean for me my, my bold one my bold one for a long time was I think the Steelers will win the will win the AFC North. I'm now torn between them and the Bengals, um, but I think the Bengals might edge them by a couple of games. Kenny Pickett being made a team captain is a big reason to the way they've played in preseason. But my bold prediction is probably going to be now that the Packers win the NFC North. I think they come in now and they take it over again with another quarterback and Jordan Love. He just looks so fresh and. Uh, Chicago, Detroit and Minnesota are just depressed to the hilt again the one time they have this opportunity so g- give me a like ridiculous bold prediction Michaela. go for it I just want to comment on what you just said there why do people always have so much now I'm going to probably um, be a hypocrite here about who my bold prediction is but I see it like so many people just e- expect top tier performances from these like quarterbacks who've never really played and for you to say Green Bay and Jordan Love are going to be NFC North champions there's no way I think what I said about the quarterback series I think what it could be a bad not a bad decision but there could be negative outcomes for Mahomes I think there's going to be positive outcomes for Cousins because I think a lot more people like Cousins now after watching that series and I think that can add to his confidence and he can kind of be like 100%. all right well the people yeah the people are behind me you know kind of like and I think he'll feed off that but um my bold kind of prediction I you see I don't want to say the Lions are going to be like you know the best underdog because that's just boring I think they're obviously going to be the best underdog um I did say the Jets weren't going to do as good as everyone thinks they are but I've already said that so I'm actually going to say the Indianapolis Colts aren't going to be as bad as everyone thinks. I saw a prediction of them going last in that division behind the Texans and behind um, the Texans, the Jags and the Tennessee Titans. I wouldn't be surprised if Indianapolis got a good couple of wins this season and Richardson was a good player. Like I don't see them finishing the division last. I do definitely think Houston will finish below them. I just think, you know, Indianapolis have had like a few years of just kind of like the quarterback carousel and you know and you know the disappointing head coaches and I think no one's really paying them attention it's kind of like the Detroit Lions last year no one paid them attention they lost like what they one and six at the beginning of the season and then they just turned around I wouldn't be surprised if the Indianapolis Colts did that this season they're definitely I don't think I think they're going to be better than people expect them to be go bold are, are they going to make the playoffs or not wild card Sure. No, I'm not going to go that bold. I'm not going to risk my career saying <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts are going to make it to the playoffs. But I do think they might be like one game behind 500. Okay. 
Okay. Ballard's job's on the line. It's uh, like, I mean, I, the, I think the thing I'm most excited for this week, folks, is Jim Arce's tweet this Sunday or next Sunday saying, roof open, 1 p.m. Eastern. Let's go. Connor, you've got to give me a ball prediction. Come on, man. Like, like, let, let, let's go deeper. Let's, let, like, let, let's go ridiculous level like NFL game day morning at like one hour to go level. Go for it. Yeah, it would be uh, Barry's tea would be my prediction on Thursday night, 100%. It's very team. No, the uh, the, the I, I I can go bold at this. I can go bold at this. I think we're going to have a, a kind of. I think we are going to have a bold season. You know, I my sort of bold prediction is we're not going to have more of. We're not going to have one of those big powerhouse kind of always see them type of teams maybe in the in the championship games or Super Bowl. So I think we're going to have a Super Bowl with the Vikings and the Dolphins. That's what I think is going to happen. That's my sort of bold prediction. I think they're both been sleeping there for a little while. Um, if that doesn't happen, then I think we're going to get something like uh, Washington and the Raiders. I think it's going to be something. Washington? That, like, yeah. Yeah. Washington. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. McK- McK- we've, went, we've went Indy. Um, we've went Washington. I mean, like, it, like we're, we're, we're like six out of 32, which is good. We've got a chance. That's good, just good getting couple. progressively more unhinged in these in these predictions. Welcome to twenty twenty three, unhinged predictions. Pro football Ireland. Uh, no, the um, like Washington have been going through the carousel of of quarterbacks too. You know, so um, I think if they can kind of settle themselves, like you know, they 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 got a great team to do a lot better last year. I thought I actually loved Carson Wentz, so it's disappointing to see. Uh, how he went last mm. last week. Um, he was unbelievable for the Eagles, Michaela, I thought. He was just absolutely outstanding. Um, and hasn't really got back there yet, but I think he has the opportunity to get back there. But we'll see. I So that would be my bolder prediction is Vikings Dolphins. I actually think that's something that could happen and that would be, uh, I mean, I think it'd be great to lead too. Um, so that's my, it's my ultra bold prediction, Mick. It's like the year whenever the championship games had Tom Brady, Case Keenum, Blake Bortles, and uh, well, who was the other one? Was it Matt, I can't remember. It was Matt Ryan. Now I'm going to wrong. Um, well, right. Well, I, I feel like look, we've we've covered enough bases. There. I I actually like I love to see Andrew Richardson play well this year in Indy, just to prove Jeff Ryan Bull wrong because he hates him. He hates him. I don't know what it is. And those like what like I can understand everything. I can't get Washington, but I think I feel like we'll come back on that. Um. I'll drop in the generic, and I'm I'm really starting to piss people off here, but like the generic, like big media bull prediction over the last few days, the Buffalo Bills won't make the playoffs. I mean, of course they're gonna make the playoffs. That's stupid. Surely they're gonna Come make on. the playoffs. Come on, like, um, I don't know. I wouldn't be that shocked if it didn't happen. I think there's a bit of a um, simmering. You know, who's on the cover of Madden this year? Josh Allen, isn't there a Madden curse? He could get injured, and then I'll sure, it, it's, it's like, gone now, isn't it? Or is it going to make a comeback? I guess Michaela, for me, it's like um, actually. By the way, right now, so I hit my AirPod right, and for some reason, they've just it's just played our episode in my ear, which is very strange. Hold on, two seconds. I'm not editing that out. That's very, very weird. Sorry. I was going to say, you're right to a point where it's like, if Miami make a run and if the Jets make a run in that division, that it could be huge because it could blow Buffalo out of the water. Like if Buffalo go, to, Buffalo go in on Monday night, and this is something the point we'll probably not talk about because we're going to miss that cycle going into Monday. If Buffalo go in to New York and lose against the Jets, it could be, a, it, the, the papers will write themselves for the next one. If, 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 
I feel like I need to ask you though, Connor, very quickly before we get Super Bowl picks. Um, Dan Whelan's playing this Sunday for the Packers. I mean, barring a miracle at this point. And as somebody that plays the sport, this is pretty cool, isn't it? For 38 years. A lad that left Ireland when he was 13 playing in the NFL. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's the first in many. Like, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, I trained with Dan this last winter um, down in San Diego. He lives up there in Orange County uh, with his parents. Um, and, you know, he's been on the grind there for a while. He was in Saints camp. And I think people were very excited last year. And he was in the Saints, like great team, um, great coach, great place to punt. If you're a punter and you get to punt in that dome and you don't have good numbers, then sorry. But that would have been perfect for Daniel. He would have had unbelievable numbers. I think everyone was quite excited about it. But, um, you know, Sean Payton runs the special teams well. So that was the reason that didn't work out. Um, and he finally went through the grind now and people don't know him he um, he got into the XFL with the DC Defenders um, he had a good snapper there as well Brian Corey also trained with him all winter in San Diego um, so that's always good for a punter when you can train and get a lot of time here snapper um, did brilliant I think they won the championship actually the XFL championship went into Green Bay went into the boiling pot with, uh, with uh, Pat O'Donnell an unbelievable punter as well Extremely consistent, a professional is professional, knows exactly what he's doing, big vet, um, they're paying him good money, and you're thinking like, geez, Dan's right up against it here. And then lo and behold, Dan Newelan, who was first Irish man playing the NFL in 38 years since Neil O'Donoghue, who was also a punter, um, and he beat out, you know, one of the best punters in the league, I thought. Uh, Pat, Pat's just unbelievably solid. Like, he punted in Chicago a lot of places, probably like, one of the few places in windier in Ireland <laughs> and he did really really well for uh, you know I think eight or nine years he's with Chicago um, so unbelievably excited for, for Daniel um, sent him a couple of texts there um, that you know everyone in Ireland like I got about 15 texts from people saying like have you heard of this fella and I was like yeah and he goes is he any good and I was like yes <laughs> the classic Irish line like are they any good though you know, um, so can't wait to see Daniel play. Um, really excited, absolutely buzzing. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be probably a Green Bay fan for uh, another year because a friend of mine was on the team last year too. So, um, can't wait. Very excited to be Daniel. Wasn't wasn't Mikhail? I hope we're adding a Whelan for Whelan. Is it 19 now? Jersey the collection year? Yeah, is this, yeah. I'm going to get one as well. Um, so if you're down at the woolshed on, on Sunday night, give us a shout, folks, because you'll see somebody crying in the corner and that'll probably be me when that happens. I'd like to shout out now because we're 30 odd minutes into this podcast. Big shout out to the Green Bay Packers for using our Neil O'Donoghue quote and not referencing us. Um, shout out to Neil for doing that for a start. He's so sound. There's something happening there as well, which is going to be cool very, very soon. First of many, first of many. Right, Michaela, business point now. Um... I'm trying to get everybody Super Bowl picks in, so it's it's going to be too late to make a big sexy graphic. I don't see the point because like we know the picks, we've got the real. We'll we'll make a real. I've said now on two occasions in, in different areas or events that um, effort Rogers is going to go to the Super Bowl and lose to the Eagles, lose Philly against the Jets in Vegas is going to be carnage. Can you imagine the security presence around Las Vegas? Jalen Hurts gets his ring. Aaron Rodgers walks off in despair, retires. There's your storyline. Everyone's seen the advert last week. My AirPod falls out. Everyone's seen the advert last week. You can't make this stuff up. Well, you can. I've just bad. So I'm going to say the Eagles win the Super Bowl by 
uh, touchdown against the Jets in Vegas. And please, Jesus, we're there or at least outside the stadium to see it. Michaela, surely you can at least be happy with that with the whole Eagles connection. I am happy that you picked the Eagles because I'm not even picking them. So I'm glad someone did. I'm not the type of fan. Listen, I'm not the type of fan that's going to pick their team for everything. <laughs> it's just unrealistic and it's not intelligent. If someone came Who's going to win it then? What? Who's going to win it then? Like, who, who, the I, I, like, I just feel like I was saying the Bills, yeah? No, the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, I've been saying ever since they made that Orlando Brown signing a tackle for the offensive line I always felt why the Bengals couldn't get just that little bit further and win the Super Bowl was because of their offensive line you know like they could have better you know defense in terms of cornerback and safety but I always thought the missing piece was the offensive line and the protection for Joe Burrow and once they signed Orlando Brown the light bulb went off my head and said the Bengals are winning the Super Bowl this year and I think they will beat the Eagles I think it'll be Bengals Eagles in the Super Bowl I'm often like a Cleveland Browns fan there, folks. Um, Shout out to Alex Kappa, a guy that won the Super Bowl with the Bucks and might win a Super Bowl with the Bengals now. He's from Dublin, California. That's why I said that. Okay, interesting. So I've got the Eagles. You've got the Bengals. I'd be happy with either of them as a neutral fan because I think it'll be good crack regardless. Connor, be born and pick the Chiefs. Go on, be born. Well, I mean, look, if if we're just making stuff up like Jared, like Michael did there, uh, you know, what I, what I think is going to happen is if Patrick Mahomes is going to get a horrific injury week 10, somehow they're going to sign Tom Brady. No, he's going to get Jesus down. Christ. It's Yeah, he is. He's going to come back. He's going to go down to the AFC Championship game. He's going to play against the Jets. And he's going to lose. Roger's going to beat him. And the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. Well, that's if we're making stuff up. That won't happen. But what actually will happen, I think, is I think the Vikings are going to be a sleeper team to win the Super Bowl. That would be my pick. I think they've been building well. I think Kirk Cousins is... Uh, he's being coached the right way. His offense is going the way he plays quarterback, which is a bit different. Um, they have they have a lot of weapons. They're back in a position. I thought they were about three years ago when they had Diggs um, and Thielen and stuff. Um, they're back now with Jefferson and a bunch of other weapons. Um, I think they're settled and I don't think there's a lot of pressure on them at all. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about Kirk Cousins because of quarterback on Netflix. Um, but kind of what Michaela was saying, I think more people are kind of paying attention to Mahomes and kind of be like, well, how do we get into this guy? Because Kirk Cousins is just like, you know, someone's dad and a pair of new bounces. Like, he's just like, he's, oh, he's untouchable. <laughs> you, can't, you can't break that. Like, so um, I would kind of, I would kind of fancy them as kind of a sleeper team. But, you know, as I was kind of saying earlier, like, I think this season could be could be very, very open. I don't think it's mm. going to be one of the standard teams. Um, you know, the Bengals, I think, all depends on Burrow. It all depends on... And just putting all that pressure on one guy, I think it's the same as Kansas. I think it all depends on Mahomes. Literally. Like, it, like, everything depends on them. Not only, like, staying healthy and being healthy, but them actually playing great as well. Like like they have done the last, uh, the last season, each of them. So um, yeah, I would go. I would go to Vikings, um, please for two hundred. I'll take any of those options. So look here, I'm, I'm very proud of everyone's picks here. I like it. I like it. But I'd like to see, you know, just putting it out there. 
if the Jets were to get to the Super Bowl and maybe not win it, like I, I'm telling you, I don't think we'd have seen anything like it in our lives based upon the fact the that the Jets are not Jamie. getting to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, no, but I'm, yeah, but I'm saying it's it's similar. It's similar to like um, there's two teams in the AFC East that could get there: the Bills, the Jets, right? So if the Bills got there, the whole story would be, oh my god, they could finally win it. I'm not saying they're going to win it. I'm just saying. So then the story now is Jets to be Julian first. Jets fighting yeah. Super Bowl. Oh. Aaron Rodgers having the chance to emulate Joan Hamath is a huge storyline. Whether he does or not, it's a whole different conversation. And then the Bills, the Bengals storyline's awesome because the Bengals never won a Super Bowl. And if you look at like the all their like their history, they thought they were gonna, you know, really have a good chance of winning that a couple of years ago in LA. They didn't. They should have won that game. Just putting that They should have. But you know, there's there's what do you think about this sort of theory that's been thrown around kind of media a little bit that like oh we're finally going to see what Aaron Rodgers like can't do basically you know Green Bay is actually been supported well with great defense good protection I like good, I, it actually great weapons despite what everyone kind of thought sometimes and now you're going to see you know he's just kind of a bang average quarterback blah 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 like I'm hearing this kind of storyline go in like what are your thoughts on that I've seen articles the minute that he left Green Bay saying that he was a moron he was some sort of freak that believes in weird science and that he was anti-vax and all this sort of stuff. And the same people, not gonna not gonna name their names, the same people, 25 minutes after Hard Knocks Aaron was like, Oh, Jess can win the Super Bowl. Rogers looks so great. And I'm like, Yeah. You just sat for the last six months putting them down and putting them down. Look, who knows what's gonna happen? They have a hell of a team. Saw Scar Wilson. Oh good God. Um and I have a fan you'll base. Be... Like, let's not let's not go against the fan base. He's going into like an equally as good fan base that are going to be right behind him. Like Green Bay, like hard fans, unbelievable. But the Jets, you know, you're from New York. You're from New York. You know, New York, New York. Anyone want to give me an upset for the weekend, Michaela? You want, or do you want to hold it for the Batten podcast? I think I hold it for the Batten podcast. You can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I'm taking the Steelers minus nine and a half over the Niners on Sunday. Which is ridiculous. Mr. Mangan, have you anything to say? I mean, <laughs> that's just incorrect. Please do not listen to that. That's just, <laughs> just, just destroying money, right? Um, you know, my, my upset would be, I kind of love it because it's the first game and there's so many nerves. I love Detroit Lions money line. Detroit Lions money line. Wait for Kansas. The Penn screw up. Too much pressure in them. Detroit kind of, I think Detroit will go in there and just be like thrown on the ball. I think Jared Goff is going to have a good time. He's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be better than this. Patrick fell out. Like, this is, this is not a problem for me. They're going to play more relaxed, a lot of pressure on Kansas, not as good as they were. Also, like that turf um, at Arrowhead is actually beat up. It is beat up a good bit in many of the Matt Gray turf. So I'd be interested to see, you know, the running game versus passing games around there. I, I think, yeah, that would be, that would be my sort of, let's say kind of off the cuff prediction if you're gonna try something on the riskier side do that money lines plus 235 and uh yeah buy me pint later excited to see who is going to be on quarterback next year because it's all going to leak out when you see all these camera crews at stadiums on sunday uh michaela connor thank you all so much for coming on. i think it's a good crack i'm enjoying this we're going to have um reaction on sunday night or monday morning after week one we're basically looking at everyone apart from sunday night football that's the plan mmfb get on board folks we don't know what time it'll be at it might be live it, we don't know the crack but hold up there's a meetup in a wool shed on Sunday obviously if we're presented by either sport please be gamble aware
don't bet on the Vikings to win the Super Bowl. I'm joking, Connor. I'm only messing. But yeah, just be gamble aware. Only bet you can afford. I really appreciate the chat to both of you. I'm honestly, like, you know, genuinely, I'm buzzing that this is back this weekend and I'm excited to chat to you both over the next few weeks and months. And who knows, we could all be sharing a beer or two in Vegas, but uh, I will chat to you soon. Yeah, just final note there on good luck again to Daniel Whelan. Yes. Uh, it's absolutely massive. Like, I don't think people understand how hard it is to get anywhere close to the NFL. It's an unbelievable achievement. And if there's any sort of like over under punting average, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try to look for it. I don't, I don't think any bet things, but you can bet on virtually anything these days. So maybe there is, but I would definitely uh, bet on a, hopefully it doesn't have to punt that much. You know, hopefully, hopefully Green Bay are very good. Um, but if not, they have, you know, one of the best special teams player in the league in Daniel Whelan. So that's, a, I think that's a good way to end it from NS Carey, County Wicklow, former St. Jared's people to the NFL. Life to Daniel, life to. We will chat to you on Sunday or Monday, folks. It's all good fun.